You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Hog of Liberty Podcast. This is episode number 224 of East Central's Favorite Podcast. Jeremiah Morrill here, joined by producer Zach Burcham, uh, some guy named Jesse Riddle, who's got his own soundtrack to life in his background, in his just, 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 he beat to his own drum. And my forever co host, Dakota Davis. No, 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 no. <laughs> Today's episode features the four of us. We're going to be talking to you guys about all kinds of topics today, but mainly we're going to be talking about Mr. Tom Saunders is retiring from being uh, involved in government of any kind. Friend of the show. Yeah. Tom Three-time guest, Tom Saunders. And we also have a proposed new tax, which is a tax per mile driven that is in the new infrastructure bill. We're going to break that down and tell you what it means. And then Jeremiah is very upset because his favorite streaming service has just gotten cheaper, right? Sure. You're, you're mad because you're saving money now or something like that? I think I don't it's know. noteworthy. Stick it's around, noteworthy. Stick around to the end to find out what that's all about. The show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. I don't know how to talk without Jesse in the background. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh. But hopefully you'll always learn something <laughs> New. Ah! Are you are you kids okay? Over I just there? learned that we didn't talk about Dakota's flat tire. So we skipped we that. We, we skipped, skipped that. that. It's okay. We had we might, more fun with the bourbon. We might we might throw that into final thoughts put, if Dakota struggles. I just put that in there to oh, as filler in case we needed. I, I need your pen. To put my final thought down here. I, I I you can check this out. This is like a bank. I'm gonna need it back. Can you toss it over here? Thank you. They've taken Stretch. all the pens away from me. Uh, well, because they're broken. <laughs> Zach, uh, we're going inter- to in- interrupt this show to talk about your pens. Zach can tell his testimony. Dakota Davis is a pen murderer, mm-hmm. and anytime he's at that desk, he'll usually come back and there'll be a pen that's been dismembered and scattered about the table. I'm a fidgety guy. I need things to do with my hands. Luckily, he my has hands have to be. Busy. He has that really nice pen over there, probably still, and that pen is. Uh, is maintained in some working order, but the rest of them... It's not over here. It's a massacre. It's over there. He took it off the desk so he didn't (laughs) hurt it. It was moved for its own safety. Oh, Dakota, we just did 25 minutes in Patreon summarizing uh, summarizing not your flat tire. We we did bourbon talk. Yeah, we had a longer Patreon episode. If you sign up at patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty, you get a bonus episode uh, every week, and it's streamed into a Facebook group, and... uh, 
that's where you can watch it. It's live just like the regular show is. You also get show notes ahead of time, so you get uh, links and everything that we use to put together the show notes and to read about. And then uh, we, ahead of we time, all, you get all kinds maybe of maybe as much as 120 or 130 minutes ahead of time. That's right. You get all kinds of goodies, uh, and we post memes in the Facebook group. Anthony Myers, our personal meme chef, and he posts memes in there all the time. Uh, each Friday, whenever I know that Anthony has, is done listening to the episode, I'm always excited to see what he's, what he's made for the week. And you can too if you join at patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty. You also have T-Chip stores, tchip.com slash bho1234 or bho mug. Or you do you do click. that just just to upset Jesse? Yeah, that's why I looked at him whenever I said it. I just don't care anymore. <laughs> we also have a link tree that Jesse set up to make that easier, and producer Zach Bertram is going to put that in the live stream chat. Or we'll or just read go, it out loud uh, for Jesse. It's H. You have to clear clear the browser thing, and then you you go to https colon slash slash l i n k t dot r e e. And then you use a forward slash, Wait, it's, it's, boss hog of liberty. You put, the, you put the second period in the wrong spot. Correct. You start oh. from the beginning. Okay, start from the beginning. H-T-T-P-A-S. All right. Or, to make it easier, you can go to bosshogofliberty.com, and it's there. Yeah, so boss you guys, you guys are using your website now. Com. You're on the website. There's a picture of you on there with a bio. It's nude. a very nice website. Completely nude. That's not true. Your hits are going to go up today. Maybe we don't make any money. I want to do everything but swear. I don't believe that for a second. Oh, he's going to swear. There's 18 (laughs) minutes left on the clock. He's not going to make it. Oh man. So Tom Saunders is retiring. Tom, Tom, if you don't know, if you're a new listener, Tom has been on, he was our state representative in the state of Indiana state house. And he was on episodes number 43 and 92 and 147. And I do think that episode number 43 is the best one if you want to know the most about Tom. I think that's where he gives the most personal details. All the other times we had on... Had it was mostly on, legislative updates. Yeah. To talk about things going on in, in the state house. Yeah. So Tom was elected in 1996 uh, to the General Assembly. And he has uh, represented District 54 since that time. Uh, so it's been basically a generation. Uh, Dakota's entire life, Tom has been the, uh, been the state rep. Yep. For uh, for this district, I've never known anyone else. Me neither. <laughs> I was too young to care. He's also been uh, doing some sort of public service for the last forty six years. Yep, he was a township trustee and a, uh, I believe, the county auditor before that, or uh, in between, in between those two. So since the seventies, so it's forty years of public service at this point. So he made the big announcement at uh, at the Lincoln Day dinner on, uh, I guess, over the weekend. Uh, they canceled Fourth Fridays, but the Lincoln Day still happened, so that was that was good. Um, well, the Republicans didn't have anything to do with Fourth Friday. This the was, Jefferson Jackson dinner happened as well on the Democrats. Oh yeah, so okay. they all of, all the the political dinners. The Democrats happened. probably had a piece of cloth over their nose though, <sighs> made it all. Anyway, safe. I'm, this is not about that. Um, anyway, th- that event still happened over the weekend. I would, I gave you this pen so you could have it and you just keep throwing it back. I, I went over, I made a special trip for you, Jesse. That's, that's yours for note taking. Thank you. If you get an idea, you can jot it down all analog or you can get your phone out and open up Evernote. I wrote my, I wrote my notes down. <clears throat> so, uh, my, uh, Tom, Tom, re- Tom announced his retirement. Uh, Jean Lysing essentially said her goodbye to Henry County because as we've been discussing on the, uh, the redistricting side, uh, Mike Gaskell and, and Gene Lysing are drawn out as our state senators. 
Jeff Ratz is uh, likely going to be the new Henry County state senator, uh, which is a big story we've been following that Jesse very much is opposed to. I looked him up on Facebook the other day, and guess who was already friends with him? Me. Anyone who I ever look up on Facebook, (laughs) Jeremiah is already friends with him. You should quit looking up those people. Jeff, uh, Jeff actually was the guy that, uh, when it was an open seat, Tom Saunders, or not Tom Saunders, uh, Rex Bell, uh, ran for that state senate at the same time. Hmm. And, uh, Jeff Ratz. Jeff Ratz. Not a great name. It's an unfortunate. He's eventually going to be on this show, so don't invite me. (laughs) Yeah. Because whenever we do invite him, we'll have to say, don't worry, Jesse won't be there. That'd be a hard time to be like, that's just an unfortunate name. The bully won't be there. Is it R A T Z? Like he's super cool. Yeah. Like, can, can keep going. I'm telling my friend Rex, he kept using the the meme "all rats" from uh, from uh, uh, Snoopy or Charlie Brown or whatever. I don't know. About yeah, this. this is this is all stuff that goes way before. Are we sure it's not pronounced like rates? <sighs> probably, but I'm just using Rex's pronunciation. It's rats. probably it's probably rates. You're just throwing Rex right under the bus. Oh, I love Rex. This is this, this rats is, would be a he would R-A-T-T-Z. sit here with me. Rats. So anyway, rats. We should give him a call. Get him on the horn, Jared. <laughs> Zach, producer Zach, make that happen. Zach has the Skype that I've been paying for that we haven't used for a year. It's a great reason. Just put him on. <laughs> you're live on the Bonsog of Liberty, and we just want to know how to pronounce your name. I don't know why I've got like that smooth producer voice all of a sudden. You sounded like Jeff Sessions. I sounded like Jeff Rats. All right. So <laughs> we said goodbye to two state senators. We welcomed a new state senator. And then the, there was another big announcement made that uh, Bobby Plummer, Southern District County Commissioner, another Boss Hog alum, she announced that she would be seeking the, uh, the now open seat in District 54. So it's going to be almost all of Henry County, except for Stony Creek Township and half of Liberty Township, most of Rush County, and then a little bit of Shelby and a little bit of... Uh, Hancock. That's the new district. So in four different counties. Uh, well, our buddy Rob, excuse me. Uh, this is a conversation. Um, our, no, now we have <laughs> listeners all over the country. So let's our buddy Rob, Rob Kendall. No, I don't want to use last names. Our buddy Rob, who lives almost in Henry County. Rob Black. I know exactly who you're talking Rob about. Rob Black. Rob Brown. Or Brown. Either one. Green Rob. Yep. Okay. Do Will he be voting for the same person? Uh, he'll be in the district. Yeah, nice. I do believe. Right. I do believe. He could run. I mean, it's just one more vote for us. So, and then there's rumor of uh, of some other candidates. No. Uh, I, since it's Rush County, I think it's very possible that you see a prominent Rush County Republican run, potentially. Uh, I've heard rumors of uh, our friend Betsy Mills that might uh, might be out there possibly wanting to run. So, uh you're going to have a very, very possible that you'll have four or five or six folks running for the uh, GOP nomination. When does this, when does this occur? 2022 next year. We so, don't vote this year, right? Uh, the state of Indiana has no elections. Has Facebook's like, Yo, have you voted? I'm like, register to vote. And I'm like, no, Facebook's logic isn't smart enough to know that, uh, that we don't need to worry about it here. That's good. They don't know. I live in Indiana. But I'm They probably do. They've been asking me as well. <laughs> when, you, uh, when, right. you, when you take pictures of local breweries all the time, I think they figure you out, Jesse. Yeah, probably. All right. So we'll see. It'll be interesting. But the uh, the way that'll work is that the uh, the big uh, Team Elephant uh, deal, they'll all start filing in uh, December and January, I guess January. And then in May, they'll vote uh, and decide who, the, uh, who their folks are going to be. And the Democrats, if they field a candidate, it'll be something similar. 
Do we? Uh, there was an accidental misprint I heard at the Jefferson Jackson Day dinner. Uh, they was. reran an ad for Aaron Dickin from when he ran previously or had an exploratory committee. Yep. Uh, so Without it looks asking. like he was all over it. Old Aaron Dickin was ready to go, starting the rumor mill. That's so funny. That's so <laughs> on funny the too. same weekend that Tom Saunders announces that he's retiring. The last there's election. a ta- there's a Aaron Dickin for state rep. The Paid last for election, by Aaron Dickin for state rep. Aaron Dickin opened an exploratory committee and ran an ad for the dinner to try to get donations. Yeah. This is, and then he decided against it. You know, I'm not going to do it. And without asking him, someone who made the booklet was like. Well, we have an empty ad slot. We'll just put that one in there from last time. And it was Aaron Dickin, and he is not interested at all this go-around. But a lot of people think he is now. Yeah, did he get any money? The people are like, I'm going to give you some money. He's like, no. I believe he returned all the money the first time yeah. <laughs> that he had raised. It's too bad. He could have bought a lot of sweet stuff, like an office or something. <laughs> <laughs> He has a nice office. I've seen pictures of it. I've been invited there. Kind of creepy. Yeah. It Isaac. Is what it is. Now there is there is talk that uh, you know this thing is drawn up in such a Republican heavy area that the general election it's going to be difficult for anybody to beat a Republican. It is, uh, you know. But uh, the last time that a Libertarian ran was Zach Lee, mm-hmm. and he pulled twenty six percent. Is that a two-way race? Yes. Yeah. In the two-way. But there's going to be a three-way race now. Don't know. Well. We don't know who's running. Probably. If it was a libertarian running, there would be a three-way race. Correct. Correct. Dang. He got himself some Hardee's delivered. Man. What is this? Uber Eats delivered out here. Is that what the hobo was doing out there? Yep. Yep. Right. So, so, wait a minute. Back up. (laughs) Zach's dinner got, got, it arrived. Jesse looked the guy right in the face, walked up and shut the door. And Zach has been trying to furiously get his food back throughout the. Did you hear me say dang? <laughs> that was nearly an apology. I went dang. Anyway, bye, Tom. Actually, my wife delivered it. Text per miles driven. Yep. So oh, this is saying the, bye to Tom Saunders. Uh, okay. The whole section. We're done with it. Yeah. Jesse Miles Jess we're, is over we're it. We're beating a dead section. horse at this point. So because of, and this is what I could gather from like doing, uh, I've read like two articles, so I'll say doing research, but I read two articles. One of them is linked in the Patreon. It's the one I thought was the best. And basically the use of electric vehicles is expected to just skyrocket over the next 10 to 20 years. Through uh, federal policy. Yes. And Congress is trying to figure out a way to make up for the loss in fuel, fuel taxes that we currently pay right now. The, federal tax rate on your gasoline is 18 cents per gallon and i think it's what is it, like 26 cents per gallon for diesel you pay federal taxes and you pay state taxes for for gas yeah i'm talking about just federal sure just the federal side is i know it's 18 cents a gallon on the federal side um and now they're trying to figure out a way to replace that because a lot less people are going to be buying it uh one of the ideas that's been floated before and it's actually been floated before in the state of California in their legislature. But one of the ideas is that you would, whenever you go to file your taxes, you would tell the IRS, I drove 14,000 miles this year. Yep, this I is my beginning odometer number. This is my ending odometer number. 
and then you would pay uh, the number that we tax based upon how many miles you travel is eight cents per mile. Sure, that's that's the number that has been reported. Like I said, I can't. I didn't read that part of the bill that it's in. It's a twenty six. There's really not. So the truth is that there's really not a policy. It's not written in the bill. There's nothing. There's a bunch of people with ideas. What's written in the bill is that the DOT, the Department of Transportation, and the Internal Revenue Service uh, can adapt pilot programs if they deem it necessary. Oregon's already had one to create this. Oregon's had volunteers that have been. What are you saying? Oregon, Oregon. It sounds like Oregon. 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 Like, Oregon. Like, your, like your liver. The state between Washington and California. Okay. He's really been making fun of Southerners a lot. Well, <laughs> it's because he doesn't even need to. He has that style of voice to begin you know, with. I was on the speech and debate team in high school, and there was a girl that did a, like, she did this speech thing, and she had to play two characters. <laughs> and and one she this is made a really the, complicated issue she we made don't have the, time for speech and debate she discussion. made the really stupid character in her skit mm-hmm. the southerner a have a southern accent of course and the judge had a southern accent and she wrote in all capital letters uh southern does not mean stupid and good. wrote and judged her very poorly for that good okay the state of oregon made famous by the oregon trail uh, they they've had a pilot program for a while. There are massive privacy concerns because nobody, everybody knows that you would lie on your taxes about. Oh my gosh, I drove this many miles. Right, that's that's the first thing that would happen. So six then miles. It's like out of it's like out of state sales tax. Right. So the next step of that is well, then we have to track your miles. Right. So now it's going to be well, we're going to put a GPS. We're going to put something in your car. It's the to thing track they do with it. it's the thing it's for a, the logs. For it's, the an, it's an incredible invasion of privacy, and it's been a problem. So when Indiana had their debate about raising gas taxes about three years ago, it was it was a poison pill. It was immediately shot down, and they said no, we're just going to we're going to go ahead and index gas taxes and you know we're going to raise it and then as gas prices go up or whatever we're going to automatically increase the the tax rate they could just do it like at the bmv it seems like a simple problem so what i would say that they need to do is if because you do have it's a user fee right Mm -hmm. it's it's probably vehicle it's the most fair way to assess the tax to pay for the roads is that the you know as motorists what we've done is we've had combustion engines is we've paid for fuel and yeah, we, we pay that tax, tax through well, a wheel tax is one thing, but the gas tax, oh, is sorry, a, you're right. Sorry. Yeah. A wheel tax is a flat tax, I know. but a wheel tax is similar to what you're, what you're talking about. And it's what Indiana has gotten into as, as electric cars have become more and more mainstream. There's discussion of, okay, here's what we would expect your car. If you drove it 200,000 miles, here's the revenue that we would expect to receive from you at the state level or the federal level. Based on here, here, you know, you would have you would have paid seven hundred dollars in taxes for that car. Pick a number, whatever it is. Right. And they would say, okay, you're going to pay that one time up front when you buy the car at the dealership, or you pay that when you register the car the first time, and you roll it into your cost. Uh, so I think they would do it every year when you uh, re up your registration, or you could pay it if it was an EV. You could pay it as a here's your EV fee. <clears throat> Correct. There's because there's a carrot and a stick side of government policy right now. They're trying to encourage you. To buy that electric car, they've not been sticking you with that fee, right? They're trying to move you away from the carbon fossil fuels and into the electric side. But at some point, you're going to have so many people that have, have switched over. You've got free riders 
and now you have to pay it. I say so let's it, get rid of the tax and let's change it into donation only. Everything's a toll road. That would be beautiful, but and a pain in the ass. Everything's a toll road. Is ass a swear word? Seven fifty six. We need it's a in the Bible. Zach, we're gonna have to go to referee for that. Zach, you are the vehicle expert in the group. What? Uh, He's also got a mouthful of beef. <laughs> no, I don't, no. Um, <clears throat> the whole well, to me, even mileage isn't necessarily the best measure. Um, like the eight cents a mile thing is like frightening. I commute to India every day. So that would be like 30 bucks a week. Cause I, I, I just filled up. I filled up last week. I drove 500 miles in a week. That's seven, about what I do in seven days. So actually I drive more than that. That'd be like 40 miles. That'd be 40 bucks a week. And like I used to have a diesel beetle that got great gas mileage. The eight cents a mile would literally double the, the cost per mile to operate the car based on just gas. You've lost your incentive at that point to have a fuel efficient vehicle to escape yes. taxation. Because turn yourself up just a little bit, by the way. Um, another thing that I, I don't want to inject completely, but I was another thing to think about also is like the weight of the vehicle is pretty catastrophic to the that'd road. Be, yeah. That'd be everything thing is like, just if you're going to do it, just up the gas tax because that'll hit the heavier vehicles more because, you know, trucks are going to be getting well, the, the worst gas models because they're bigger, they're heavier, they're using more gas. But yeah, it completely electric cars are pretty dang heavy. If yeah, you're going to cars are heavy, they if are. you're going to completely eliminate having combustion fuel vehicles and you say we're going to increase the gas tax, you're going to you're, you're creating a bigger problem. Cadillac's going to completely eliminate all combustion yeah. well, motors. They need to, well, they've been handed money to all the EV people to buy the cars. So maybe cut back on that. And stop trying to shove them into them. We don't have the infrastructure for electric cars right now. For they can't switch, they can't flip it over to everybody. But you're not going to find a way to re- get everybody to report. <clears throat> then you can't do it like on an annual basis. Because in my case, I'm driving, you know, twenty five thousand miles a year, and so you're going to turn that in, and then, so that'll be what like uh, that's a chunk of money. I think that at one time. Well, I don't think you. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they'd have to do they, it at they, one time. They have to. Yeah, there have to be a way of reporting. They could, they, so you could pay it at one time, or you would pay it. You would. They would set you up and pay it at a monthly fee. I think um, you have a privacy issue. I, I don't think that would ever become. It's long. not a privacy issue. It's no different than that. Why is it a privacy issue? You have a privacy I, issue first off, because I'm you're debating for mileage. shit. I don't believe anyway, but. Right. You have a privacy issue for tracking the mileage. No, I'm not talking about mileage. I'm just saying you just come up with the something. Flat fee. You just come. What? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't even have to be a flat fee. It could just be like they could be like they already know where you work. They know what kind of car you drive. They're like, all right, this is we know you roughly these how many miles you go, and they would rate it at that. Now you could. And what I was thinking is that, but you that's say, that's only your business travel. That's not your pleasure travel. I know. That's not your vacations. That's nothing. <clears throat> I know. But what I, they're not going to get everything. But you're going to get like what it's going to average out, right? Like not everyone drives that much. A lot of people, they drive to work, they come home and they stay home. They never leave. Those people are crazy. So (laughs) the other people like myself, it's like, I will, I will offset it. Like, it's just going to be fine. But my point is, is that, um, they, they, they could do a lot of like approximation about what it ought to be. It's just kind of like how they approximate everything else. It's not exact science. That's why like, um, like your property values are insane. So just, because Facebook and, and social media is what it is, Twitter and Facebook have been full of screen grabs of Newsmax and Fox News, Fox Business, which have gotten people all up in a tizzy and they show a single infographic and say, this is what the Biden people want to do. And that's kind of rubbed me wrong this week. 
because the Biden folks have nothing Every to do with week, it. Every week, everything that this news, it, that's the problem, too. I mean, but it's all, Biden it's all, it's all touting it as like disgusting. his infrastructure bill. The thing that folks yes. have been passing around this week. You know? I so like, the F word is 8 o'clock. <laughs> the thing that people have been passing around this week is a state proposal in Pennsylvania. Just like we talked about in Indiana when they raised the gas tax and they're like, this is what Biden wants to do to you. No, that's what Pennsylvania yeah, 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 wants yeah. to do. That's Harrisburg's problem. That's not Washington's problem. Well, I saw something today from uh, uh, one of the bigger restaurant owners and they're showing how much it costs to purchase clear cooking oil or whatever. And they're like, uh, six months ago or 12 months ago, doesn't really matter. Uh, this was $12. And now, then like three months ago, it was 29. Now it's $44. Like this is, people are like, this voting really changes stuff. I'm like, this isn't, what, guys, there's just a complete supply problem. Like there is also inflation. Like don't get me wrong, but there's actually supply problems also. There's it's, huge breaks in the supply chain. Right yeah. Now. Like it's not just, it's, it's not just the inflation caused by like raising wages and stuff. There's massive problems in the entire chain of things going on. We have such a convoluted issues, like a set of <clears> issues <throat> going on right now that people are trying to find one thing to point it at. And I saw somebody said the same thing. Like I went to bought these things that cost us much money, but the president saying the economy's better. But I saw somebody else that shared an infographic and it was like all these sh- container ships and they're sitting in the docks at ports, yeah. but they can't get unloaded. Can't get unloaded. And so that's, it's really hard to pinpoint. It's just a lot of things. There's like 40, right there's like 40 in the Los Angeles, like Bay or whatever, waiting to go into the port. Just chilling. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause they can't unload them. Ships are so big that they can only go to certain ports. If you sent them to other ports that, that are not able to unload them, it would overwhelm them. Well, yeah, I'm just saying like Long Beach and Los Angeles can deal with it, but Oakland and Seattle cannot, they're right. not big enough, but there's like issues at the ports about, I don't know if it's labor or what, but there's problems at the ports about getting stuff over too. So but yeah, it's like, um, I don't know, and people just don't, again, that's why I can't even stand like looking at online because it's the, uh, the binary arguments are just exhausting. Nothing actually pisses me off more. Like I went, it's just like, there's no need for it. It's, there's no, these systems aren't simple. They're not simple yeah. systems. They need to be simple. The gas tax simple. system has worked for a very long time. You are a huge champion of the gas tax system. I it's, don't think it's, look at our fucking roads, man. <laughs> like it's not a good it's system. Not, it's not working. It's the most, it's the most fair. Uh, it's the most fair example of a consumption tax. But perhaps. now you're, but now you're getting to the point where you have to figure out what your replacement is. I still think it's just saying, hey, if you have an EV vehicle, we're going to charge you 800 bucks up front when you buy it. And then when you sell it, sorry, the, your you show can't luck. do that because like, what about inflation? Like, you can't just charge them one time. Selling new cars every year. You, se- you, charge the, you charge the tax on the vehicle on the front end of whatever it's going to be, just like you do with a sales tax. You say, here's, what we ex- here's the lifespan that we anticipate for the vehicle. We expect it's going to travel. It's going to do a 200,000 miles, so we need to get $800 out of it or $1,000, whatever so, the so they would is. finance this. Yeah, and you just throw it in. It's a cost of the purchase of the new vehicle. So we're going we're gonna to encourage people to take a 4 or 5% interest rate against their taxes. This just sounds so great. That's the best solution I got. I and then it also a says recurring that... recurring monthly fee or something. <sighs> Just throw rip, rip the bandaid off and be done with it. Well, if and you your used car, it, you don't have to pay taxes. If you can taxes. afford it, then do it. But I'm just saying. I, just I mean, if you can afford a forty thousand dollar car, you can afford the eight hundred dollars for your taxes. I know, but so what about used cars? 
taxes are paid. You paid it on the front end. The new car had it. You don't do it on the, new, on the used one. Gotcha. You paid it when it was new. Done. I don't know. I should figure out how much I pay in federal taxes because I drive a lot. Just throw I, it on the plates because the plates, they can, they can categorize vehicles by weight and plates. You throw it at Yeah, because it's true. Electric vehicles, like a sedan that might weigh 4,000 pounds is a gas power car. Like a Tesla weighs like five or six thousand pounds because the batteries are heavy yeah, and i was saying the weight is what's going to destroy the road faster you have so many free rider problems what do you do with the folks are that free are riders free the free rider is in the person that doesn't pay to where they're using it so say you you I have mean, dual residency these are people who take buses say you have everywhere. say you have dual residency or you're a snowbird so you get your plates in florida and you pay your fee in florida but now you've got reciprocity so you can drive anywhere in the country you want to and you're using those roads in, in New York, right? You live in Florida and New mm-hmm. York. So you spent all summer driving in New York State using their roads. You paid nothing for it. Yeah, but you got to do that on the first thing, the thing that you're talking about, too. I, I'm saying you have, you have if you're doing it with the current gas tax system, you're paying at the pump. So you've got maybe 20 gallons of fuel. So you're refueling all over the place. That, that averages out, and, and you actually have local municipalities getting their fuel, fuel taxes. It's not perfect. The other side of the electric vehicle concern that that Zach started started speaking about was the refueling, and how we don't have the infrastructure for it. That's why I don't have an EV. If you're not leaving, if you're not going more than two, three, four, five hundred miles on a trip, then most people are probably going to just recharge at home. If you have a garage or you have a you have a driveway, yeah. But the road trips are where you have real problems. If you're if you're a cross country person. That's, uh, I think that's where you I mean, have a massive they, they, issue. It's not, it's not a massive issue. It's just you have to plan your trip around going to the supercharged stations. That's it's, it. it's going to be a really rare occasion where you're driving 350 miles and there's not going to be a, a somewhere to stop to charge. Ronald Goff is an over-the-road truck driver as well. Similar to Anthony Meyer, uh, Ronald, uh, I believe, uh, hauls the mail from California back to uh, back to the Oklahoma, Texas area. And he says, any thoughts on commercial vehicles? He drives 196,000 miles a year hauling the mail. Yeah, your job's going to get automated. That's my <laughs> feedback for you. It is. Your truck drivers are going to be the first people to get automated. Garen fucking teed. There's been a lot of people that have already been automated. I know, but... So what do you mean? Not truck, first. The first. truck drivers are going to be the simplest things for sure. automated uh, vehicles. I- to ignoring the fact yeah. that that person gets automated... The roads are still being used. So yeah. You still have to capture mm. the revenue. They've already the done use. it. They've already, uh, as far as transportation employees, they've already uh, taken away some jobs from like delivery drivers. Like Domino's has a AI delivery vehicle yeah, in I Arizona. Know. I am not so, convinced that heavy hauling is going to turn to electric any time in the short term. Our infrastructure can't handle that for sure. I, don't know, much, I still think you're going to go combustion. It's electric. Eighty thousand. Well, I mean, it, right now it's eighty thousand pounds is the is what they're that, designed to be. And, so you're going to lose a lot of payload. And it doesn't matter because they don't have to stop. Well, it's it's a train. It's a dis, it's a decentralized train. Think of it that way. Mm-hmm. What are you talking? And, about? and that's what I'm talking about. The, the like to the roads. Like I guess if they don't. I mean, eventually you have to find a way to. I don't know how they're going to run out on that much electric because we're. I think people think we are decades. Away from fully autonomous vehicles. No way. What, what say, are you yeah, talking I about? The, they don't have to stop, Jesse. I mean, they'll have to stop for fuel, but they don't have to stop for like to rest. Well, yeah. I'm talking about they tear the roads up, though. Because if you ever if you I ever know. get off at an exit when you at the stop sign for anywhere near a truck stop, 
And that's also you see if how commerce like, persists the way it does today. But what uh, what Elon was was saying that Elon issue was, Elon does not know what he's talking about when it comes to the future of autonomous driving. So he think, spouts a lot of BS, and it's not supported by anything. And you can find that in the fact that how many people are dying Ronald driving says, Teslas. There's way in, more people that die driving regular combustion no, engines than what per no, capita than what actual drivers like. How long do you think do you think we're close to the point where Tesla will take legal responsibility for you getting in an accident with their car with their system driving? Because until you get to that point, we're not going to get autonomous cars. I mean, Ford isn't, and uh, none of them month. are. None of them are. We're not even close. But, I don't think but, your so, argument but this really is, holds but, up. Uh, my, my, so the really problem, right, with commercial uh, the the commercial driving is simple. It's a much simpler problem as long because as you, they just drive straight. They drive yep. in really nice, the nicest roads that as we have in this country. Some kind of like a dead. The only time lane. they're going to have a problem is in the winter. Ron, Ronnie says, take to- a ride with me through Los Angeles. Automated commercial trucks will never happen. Yeah. Because he's pulling out of Compton, so, right? I know, but that's fine. You have to be isolated from people. I, I'm trying to say, you're not. I, that is not going to be the reality anymore. I don't think that's going to be the reality. I think we're going to go back to the train model. We're going to go to the train model where you stop the train, people load up smaller trucks, and then put the trucks back on the road again. I don't, yeah, I think that the idea a, of semis going down mass Ave and parking and blocking roads is over with. Like, yeah, I think that that, like that's right. probably there will be 15 years away. There will be smaller vehicles that go to like a, uh, a station where they have the autonomous trucks. And it's probably going to be, a, then, it's going to be a gig. Economy and those will look like a rest area off the side of the interstate. And then those trucks will literally just, it's exactly how get DHL right does it now. And then get right off. That's how DHL works. DHL goes and they meet people and then they fill up independent driver trucks and then they go drive stuff. The same thing will happen. Guaranteed. Because it's a simple problem. You're in technology. We solve the easiest problems first. You have a straight damn road. You, know, you and if we don't have to stop drivers, because right now the problem is that drivers are forced to take breaks, right? They're the ones already getting their mileage logged and their e-logs. And because they've went to electronic because drivers are skipping scales and doing all kinds of like fraudulent shit and running too hard. And, and I'm not saying this is about Ronald. I'm just talking about truckers and (laughs) I just know like he doesn't try for carnivals and shit. Like carny drivers. They don't. These are the people I'm talking about. Boy, you are targeting poor Jack. (laughs) I am talking about people I may or may not know and or may or may not be (laughs) related. At the same time, it's like you can't really blame those folks because that's how they make more money. No, I, exactly, and that's why these truck drivers, the the owners and operators, are going to eventually go into these things to run them because they don't have to stop. They they have to stop to get fuel and recharge their batteries, and but then they get right back on the roads and they go. And they, eventually, I bet you do. Once they can figure out wireless charging, they would just pull up and park them, and then they would charge, and then they would take off. Mm-hmm. But uh, that would be really far down the line. They're still going to. I charge. think this whole conversation is an entire generational way. I agree. I, I don't. I just listened to an interview with a gentleman who's. <laughs> I think you guys are misunderstanding the power that we have now. Like, how this was 10 years ago. Yeah. The, we didn't have these 10 years ago. You have to remove people. He's holding up a cell phone. though. Yeah, sorry. For the because, podcast like, audience. This, the problem with the semi, I understand the semi on the interstate, that seems simple. But the minute it has to interact with a person driving, then it's done because it can't. The person's not going to react and or do things. That's what I, I was saying. I think a lot of semis get wrecked because cars cut them off. That's what I was saying about Elon earlier, and that's also what Jesse was saying about like the train model is dedicated lanes of traffic. Yeah. for the 
truckers. And the, the, because the there are, and you don't have truckers. Like, there are portions of this country that have absolutely no interstate access. I, again, whatsoever. I, yeah. I know, I know, but simple problems. Quit going to solving every problem. This. We're solving eighty percent of the problem. Right? You're going to have automated trucks, semis very soon. Like I want to say very soon. Like like there are already orders in the books. Sure, fictitious truck companies that exist that have done nothing. That that are, that built a fancy website. But they and take want them. But they but we're want not them. talking about thirty years. Like I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Because there are f- damn near fraudulent companies out there that are promising what you're talking about. That I, have taken I, orders. I don't care that if they're fraudulent exist. or not. The people, the demand is there. Someone's going to figure it out. Yeah, I want my jetpack, man. The you demand can buy is them. there. You can buy a damn jetpack. You don't have the <laughs> fucking money to do it. You want to fix your fucking floor, man? Buy a jetpack. <laughs> Like there are people who want it, and jetpacks exist. I, I, the the other thing, right, is, and Zach, you drive on seventy, you fucking get behind these semis, man, where they fucking drag race, quote unquote, and you're and you were just bitching about this like a week ago, two ago. Yeah, they drive me nuts. Yes, that's who kills people on the fucking interstate. It's because you create road rage. And so if the semis can just, there's no emotion. The semis aren't trying to get anywhere anytime soon. They're just like, look, I'm just, there's nothing there. It's an emotionless being just like, "Mm." (laughs) just doing what it's programmed to do. And it doesn't give a shit. There's no emotion and it doesn't need to get behind the other guy. And they're going, I'm going to beat him for 10 miles and pass him. Like they don't care. There's zero emotion. There's a lot of incentive to make the commercial delivery. If you want to solve the problem. Especially to like three lane interstates, every direction yep. instead of two and yeah. trucks with trailers can only use the right hand two lanes. Yeah. That's what we were just saying with the train model, but you're never Problem going solved. to get that. That requires a lot of enforcement. It's a lot easier to program a thing that doesn't have any emotion to just be like, my job is to not wreck and to stay in this fucking lane. That's it. And our car, our, our self-driving does that. It doesn't do it in the winter. Because it, the, of the way it works, which needs because to be sold. The marking on the roads. Yeah, yeah. Teslas are also like hitting emergency vehicles a lot too. Batteries also don't work very well I, in the cold. I don't you say a the, lot, but there's been like six times. And you're also but also how many Teslas are there on the road? Thousands, hundreds of thousands. But I mean, there's still that's the few people that paid the like five to ten thousand dollars for what he calls full self driving. But it's, it actually says if you read the fine print. It's not self-driving, right? It is. The, yeah. we he, don't he's have selling it. like snake oil, and people are dying as a result. I just don't think. I think that people underestimate how many decisions the human brain makes while driving, and until you take all the people out, like there has to be a switch that flips one day that you remove all people from the roads and only automated vehicles are driving. At that point, I think you could get there because the they could communicate in theory. Although, well, they would. That'd be mesh networks. But we, well, they call it but I don't see that's not going to happen. We can't get like there's still people driving carbureted cars around, and not because they want to, because that's what they can afford and what they can drive. We're not even in full fuel injection. Fuel injection came out in like this eighty seven, yeah. And so we we are unless there's some unless the literally the government takes over all transportation. We are at least 30 to 40 years away from actual full self-driving cars where you get in, there's no steering wheel, and you arrive at work, and you didn't have to pay attention to anything. I completely disagree. I completely disagree. Like, the technology that Tesla's working with now is only, like, five years old. 
I mean, they, and it's built on AI, which gets like, that's the thing the the critical piece people are missing. The AI is, can run simulation so much faster than we can and work so much faster than we can. Like the argument I'm having I mean, right now already, is there's like already people saying dozens like, of test vehicles out there driving that have n- no one behind the wheel on a daily. I'm basis. more concerned about the battery life of, of hauling, of moving for heavy freight. Than yeah, they I just increased the, like, the AI. like oversized loads and things. Those won't be replaced anytime soon. Yeah. Actual that, heavy. Yeah. I'm not, and I'm not trying to replace all of it. I'm just saying like, Straight drive trucks are those, those days are over. Like I don't want to say they're over, but there's there's a sunset. Like and I can see it coming. I'm in this field. I do but automation. I, do I listen to automation people. I think that there's going to be a lot of jobs created from the new model because we are still going to need people. We still need truck drivers. I'm just saying, like the straight line drivers are no. Like it's actually going to be arguably better because you don't have people having to drive across country anymore. They can go home and be home with their people every day. Uh, it's yeah, the same. We're gonna we're gonna need people who can drive at uh, less damaging vehicles to infrastructure through cities because I think that that's where it's headed. And like we were talking about with the rest stop train station model, yeah, those those folks are going to need to exist. And uh, once cities know that that exists, we're we're gonna have smaller vehicles that are bringing the freight to those stations, and that's going to create more jobs. Or there's truckers to well, the take good over. news in all of this is that the government's not reaching any sort of an agreement, and they're going to shut down on uh, tomorrow, I think, unless they raise the debt ceiling. So, uh, no government. Joe Tompkins wins as he's uh, that's a perfect. I mean, they, they close down every year. <laughs> it's yeah. an, it's an it's, annual tradition, and I'm just like, and we're like, oh, I'm like, I don't care. I also don't care about the government. Well, I'm know, not wishing ill like words people. Lives. He says, saying, don't shut down the Obama administration. Zach, what happens when they shut down the government to a uh, to a standard federal worker? I don't know because I'm luckily outside that realm. We don't get shut down. I mean, they generally expect people to still keep coming to work, or if you're essential, um, it depends on the agency by agency and job by job. Uh, some of them get furloughed, and then usually they usually they get their back pay. They get their back pay when they come back to work, and then some of them like. I forget how my agency works. I think it's like there's periodic transfers of money between the federal and the state government because I'm technically a state employee. But we've been told every other time it's been there's been a government shutdown that we're unaffected. We're con- somehow considered essential because <laughs> it's yeah. I don't know if you've ever released what you do, so I'm not going to say it. But stay tuned. Yeah, I uh, whatever I th- the government's going to shut down. Okay, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect me at all. So I was watching the uh, the IndyCar race on NBCSN, a channel that's about ready to go extinct. By the way, NBC is getting out of the uh, sports. Was this the E race? Specific channel, the uh, IndyCar race. Was it's, it the uh, E IndyCar uh, or whatever the in, is a E cart? No, it was not the uh, electric IndyCars. It was not the Formula E. This yeah. was the IndyCar, the uh, the twin turbo V8 Hondas and Chevys at Long Beach, California. So our guy uh, Alex Pillow won the race, and as I'm watching the uh, watching the sign off, the uh, the end of it, they show us that uh, hey, uh, two giant companies are arguing, and uh, we're just going to shut your TV off. Google, which owns YouTube TV, and Comcast, which is Xfinity, which uh, is uh, oh, I think there's a special delivery happening right now. Uh-oh. Come on up, Sarah. Come on up. Bring it. Just drop it on the table here. 
Are you going to Dro- walk in front of the Drop it on the table. This is all a part of this is from the Patreon. There's a uh, <laughs> there's a big moment here for our boy Dakota. Bottle of Eagle Rare has just uh, just arrived, which is the Eagle the, has landed. As the Eagle say. has the Eagle has landed. It's a very patriotic bottle of uh, of bourbon whiskey. It would join the empty one that's sitting on my bar. Oh, look, she did it. Decide to join with us. Sarah's here. You're not going to be on camera, but you can. You can. You, the, your, your mic's, your mic's right not on too. either. You're also. Uh, oh, she's talking to Zach like I do. <laughs> did you give me another gift? Yeah, yeah. I turned the mic on. Can you hear me at all? Yeah, yeah turn yeah. that mic to where you're not having to twist yourself up. Whatever makes you comfortable. I, I'm uncomfortable all the time. Oh, well, you're married to me. Jared's like, come on, get closer to me, baby. That's kind of what he was saying. It's kind of now, funny story. This. We did find Eagle Rare here in Newcastle after we got back. We talked about it. Okay, cool. Never mind. On the Patreon. Well, if you don't subscribe to the Patreon, make sure you go do that so you can Spoiler find out alert. what I was doing or what we were talking about. You can usually find it at Jungle Gyms, too. Never tried. They uh, used to be able to get this in Nightstown. Do you want to talk about your Probably gripes real lately. quick? Was Kroger uh, upsetting? Yes, Kroger was very uh, yeah. upsetting. You can get Blanton's in Did this. the truck drivers not Blanton's deliver the food on time? Okay, so was stuff first stuck in of port? all, what, what's wrong? Part Every- one, Aldi has no freezer stuff at all right now. Yeah, Their freezers are problem. being fixed. It's a problem. In this town, yeah. In this town. I wasn't going to Muncie to go shopping You're tonight. So then I go to yeah. Kroger... And I'm like, oh, I need a card for a wedding. They have two cards for weddings. And one of them's like, live, laugh, love. Perfect. Perfect. That's all. done. Sold. We did not care. buy it. They so just want to know what gift you're getting. Got to hit up the DG cash, of course, always. Yeah. Yeah. Tax free. Exactly. Something like that. Oh. Do they need any stocks? <laughs> Got to do that one more time so people aren't talking. I, it, it I heard it. Okay, good. Nicely done. Now this is an ASMR podcast. Yeah. Oh. Do I do I get do I get a taste as well, Dakota? Yeah, you can have it out of this glass. Out of the uh, the four hoses. That's plenty. That's plenty. All right. Got my eagle rare. Eagle rare. Woo! Strong. Yeah, put some water in it. Open it's it up. I do need a little water. I need. A- but you're drinking in a Four Roses glass, and uh, that's a lot. When I got this glass, uh, this Sarah just brought this as well. I like when glass. I got this Four Roses nice glass, shape. they said if uh, I like if I put anything other than Four Roses in it, it will probably break. Yep, I've heard oh. that. Well, we're testing we the theory tonight. You have an interesting glass. Do you want to describe this for the audience? It's a bong without a... Let's say it looks like a bong <laughs> or some sort of like sex device. It's called a neat glass. Mm. Neat. N-E-A-T. It looks like it's a pain in the ass to drink out of. It's handmade. Joe Tompkins is reporting that they passed the Band-Aid, so the government will not be shutting down tomorrow. And hey, he's ex-employed. That's so nice. They broke their promise to shut the government down. I'm so upset. It's got this little bulbous section at the top so that the aromatics... Get stuck in that little chamber, and there's more for your nose to absorb whenever you take a sip. No, oh, I got you. That makes sense now. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's shaped that way. It's from the uh, folks at Pretentious Glass Company in Knoxville, Tennessee. I have a bunch of their glasses. I really like their stuff. I like it so much that I went and visited them. You do have quite the collection of different glassware for beer and whiskey. At your house? Or him? He does. Yeah, I, do. Yeah, I do. I have gotten rid of all my special glass. Ours is all Goodwill. Usually branded. Yes, yes yours are all good. I like to find the the distillery style uh, glasses at Goodwill. I don't. I also have the. I've uh, taken all mine there. 
Whatever. You have a bunch of Jesse's glasses. And then Jeremiah bought them. No, I bought, honestly, I would go with Jesse ah, to buy so them. so good. And that's good. Nice and bitter. I remember taking a shirt to Goodwill one time. It was a metal band shirt. I forget which one. And then I went to my friend's house. He's like, dude, check out this freaking shirt I got at Goodwill. I was like, <laughs> that was my shirt, you idiot. That's the funniest thing ever. That, just, is that just hit me. It just reminded me of that. All right. So anyway, back to the uh, back to the YouTube story. We were watching the IndyCar race. Our guy, Alex Polo, won the IndyCar championship. And across the top bar is a scroll saying, this channel's going to go away. Which is the whole reason we went away from terrestrial TV. Because uh, every time he turned around, there was a giant fight. Thank you, Sarah. We love you. Thank you, Sarah. So um, I'm deciding if I love her. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Oh, <laughs> uh, Ron Goff wants to know where Eagle Rare is. It's a Buffalo Trace. That is one of their uh, their premium brands. Talked exclusive, uh, very much in the Patreon. We discussed. The, Does he uh, want to know where it is in Newcastle? No, he's uh, Ronnie's uh, somewhere between Oklahoma and uh, California right now. So I don't think. Oh, okay. Newcastle will matter as much, but he's he just wants to know where Eagle Rare comes from. Ah, that's a. Uh, yeah, if he if he it's if in the, join uh, the, Patreon. the Patreon. Yeah, it's a it's a whole whole discussion there about a half an hour on the on the bourbon trip from uh, from this weekend. But I will say that it's very difficult to find, very very difficult it, to it's find. What they might call I don't know rare exclusive. There's an eleven hundred dollar bottle of Eagle Rare that exists. This is the ten year. This is not the seventeen year. This isn't even the hardest. The hardest. This is the easiest of the rare to find. I think I've had a seventeen Eagle Rare once. So anyway, uh. Rare. You, uh, Comcast and uh, Google are fighting each other. They're going to take away all of the NBC Universal channels. Uh, the interesting thing here is that uh, if they don't get their agreement today, they're going to drop the bill for all of the YouTube TV customers. They're going to say, you know what? Google is? Yep. Yeah. They're going to say, hey, you know what? Unfortunately, mine just billed like today, so I already paid the full fee. You should cancel and get your re-up. <laughs> and then re-up. Uh, they, uh, they said, we'll drop it 10 bucks a month while the fight's going on. We'll take care of you. And you should just go sign up for Peacock, and it's got all the same stuff, and uh, it's uh, it's six dollars a month. So yeah, you lose your DVR functionality and some other stuff that goes with it, but they're they're trying to make it make it fair to you. Wow, Google the evil company doing the right thing. Yeah, oh, it's just funny that it's basically, you know, X, I know he does. Nope. Xfinity is fighting. <laughs> Xfinity is fighting another cable carrier. Yeah, don't be I, evil. I did find their email like refreshing because it said, "Hey, we're trying to do this." We're and they always are like, "We're trying to get what's fair," but then like, "But we're going to reduce the bill while it's going on." Oh, and by the way, you can sign up for their streaming service, which is I was like, "Well, that's nice of them to mention it because and they even said, "Oh, it's this much a month." I don't remember cable companies. You can lose your cable for like seven days and or your satellite, and they won't even they adjust, won't they won't even anything. adjust your bill. There's like I'm sorry, that's just what happens with life. Yeah, and that's like, business. Yeah, and I'm like, well, at least YouTube TV is like they're taking off probably what part of your bill is NBC, and they're like, yeah, we'll give you a discount. By the way, you can sign up for this and not miss anything while it's off. And I was like, I mean, they're literally like describing how to just like. You you sign up for all of them. You probably don't even need us anymore. <laughs> I was just like, well, I mean, that was nice of them. I mean, they're an aggregator, right? A part of it is that they're an aggregator and that you can share it across multiple people. Dakota's in my YouTube TV family. He's going to be affected by this horrible outage if it happens. Uh, but they also they also have a... Uh, I forgot you yeah. guys live together. Yeah, he's, he's in my family. We're brothers. Uh, we share our Eagle Rare together. Um, <laughs> but it's also the DVR side too, right? Peacock is notoriously terrible for, for any sort of pausing or going back and picking stuff up. It's not, it is probably of all the streaming services. Peacock is the worst. 
at uh, at user interface. Perhaps this is the play. Perhaps Google's like, go enjoy their terrible, shitty service. <laughs> Maybe that's and it. And then we can say, look, you we're going to have to bring you back, but it's actually going to be about two more do- like $12 instead of 10 Every time these people renegotiate, your bill goes up, right? Yeah. Every time it happens. And, and at some point, they have to put the foot on the ground and say, you know what? We're going to stop offering all these channels. And there's, there's different streaming services. There's Sling that gives you half the stuff you want for one price, the other half for the other. YouTube TV has kind of got everybody, but they've added a... They used to be a much more stream, streamlined service, and now they've they pretty much fully replaced cable, but it's like, I don't know, was it 60 bucks a month? Zach? 65. But yeah, when we signed up, it was, it was like 29 when was I like, signed up. It was like 35 when I signed up. Yeah. Hulu was, is like that as well with like the live TV options and all the channels and even local TV, you yeah. know, same way as a uh, YouTube TV. And yeah, they increased that, I think, for Hulu with live television and then no ads mm-hmm. is like $65 a month. Yeah, they're, they're all at similar like, price points insane. now. Uh, Audrey signed up. So Audrey signed us up for Discovery Plus because they had like some promotion where you got so many months for free. And God, whoever designed their smart TV apps and their Xbox applications, like, should just be fired and, <laughs> and never program anything ever again. That's pretty much the way I feel about people. Well, the user interface designers are not the people who program usually, so. They have to work hand in hand with each other. No. I mean, your car is not designed by people who are both mechanics and engineers. So, yeah. like, it, no. it's somebody real, it's says, we want have. it to look like this. And the guy goes, looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah. go. Did the, it. The way it works. And, like, we, I like to have subtitles on whenever I watch some TV shows, especially because, like, Jackson's room is right from hours. So, like, at nighttime watching TV shows. <laughs> Uh, can't have it too loud because he's sleeping or something. You need a Roku TV. So like we have a Roku TV in the living room, which is great. Cause you can use your phone as a remote and then yeah. you can plug headphones into the phone and turn on the sound through the phone. Yeah. And that's, that's like, pretty sick. Yeah. That's like, that's one of those little things. I'm like, I don't know I who can, thought of this, but they need a bonus for what I they, can do that with the Xbox, which is what we do now. I just plug the headphones into yeah. the Xbox controller so that it works that way. But, I don't know. There's something like some TV shows you I've also discovered with subtitles on, you don't miss as much. Like sometimes you'll miss something that somebody says. The first time I watched Hamilton, I did it gone. with subtitles on. Just the first time I watched everything. Hamilton, yeah. I quit halfway through and said, this is too much. But anyway, <laughs> it looks yeah. terrible. The subtitles that I Discovery Plus has is like in black blocks in the middle of the screen. <laughs> it's literally in the middle of the screen. Uh, and then sometimes you'll click on a TV show and you'll click English subtitles and it'll come and they'll be in Spanish and there's no way to change it. Yeah. That's awesome. My favorite's when you have streaming problems, a sports thing and the subtitles are over the scroll bar for the scores. You can't yeah. tell, you can't tell who's got the ball. You can't tell what the score is. You can't tell anything. I'm like, you guys engineered this. Like somebody is looking at this and deciding that this is okay, that you're literally covering up all of your own information or like they'll do a weather thing and they'll block their own infographics and two like different the, departments and, that never talk to you. Yeah, I'm like other. the top of the screen's wide open. There's nothing going on up there. You could, there's plenty of real. My guess though is that closed caption TV is a lot of red tape for, it is. for accessibility. Two people have announced their departure because of my Hamilton joke already. Great. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Go, buy, go spend more money on a terrible movie. Doesn't Sharon Gull be shopping for a wheel and a tire? They both have similar last names. <clears throat> the um, so oh wait, this is golf. Man, my eyes are bad. 
The uh, never mind. Are you struggling, Jesse? Because I, I was going to pick the baton up, but if you've got a story to finish, I'll let you do it. Uh, for, it was something about closed caption, but I forget what I was going with. You were saying that there's a lot of red tape with it, and one thing I've noticed with Netflix is that they automatically they like the default mode on Netflix is to have closed captions on, and at least it is on the on my Roku TV. That's probably because you've got something set up globally on the Roku. So, well, none of the other apps do that. There was a controversy last not, weekend. They may not and, inherit from that. But anyway, I always thought, well, Netflix has sponsored closed captions. It will say at the beginning, closed captions provided by a company. Oh, okay. That's common. That's been around a long time. I think they should just be AI. Well, they are for Facebook. So and they are for YouTube too, or Google. Yeah. And sometimes they suck. Sometimes. This closed captioning sucks sometimes. And yet you trust these trucks to drive themselves. There was a major controversy over the weekend with the NFL Red Zone channel, which people pay premium to the uh, to their cable provider mm-hmm. so that the the NFL resells it. Basically, it's commercial free. They whip you they you watch all the games at once. You have a producer that says here here's the interesting game right now. And they played with their graphics for the four o'clock window on Fox so that if you had, they always run a little bottom bar across the screen that says you're watching the red zone. And somehow Fox changed where their graphic location was so that if you watched the red zone channel instead of the actual Fox broadcast where you get commercials, it was then covering up the score and the quarter and the amount of time left in the game. <laughs> massive, massive controversy of. They're screwing them on purpose. They were, they didn't want you to watch the thing that you paid extra money. They messed to see. up my sports ball. You can't see what's going on. Yeah. More now, Southern Zach, action. that would be like having them cover up the lap count in a race. Yeah, it's, it would it's, be it's, annoying as hell. And here's the problem: is that there's some guy whose job he's sitting. He in, he's sitting this. in a room somewhere, <laughs> and he's watching that to make sure there's nothing going wrong. And like, what's he doing? That he just misses that. And it's probably a guy who doesn't care about football and doesn't even know that he cares about, he doesn't care about the scores or anything. He just doesn't notice that. Cause if it doesn't get fixed in a few minutes, you're like, who's asleep at the wheel here? Like, is somebody in the bathroom? Did they have to go get food? Like, what's going on? They'd be stroking out. All right. Yeah. And we're making fun of them. Good job, guys. Good well, job. I mean, uh, listen, they need to read into the record. I didn't know people actually looked at the scores and stuff that much. Oh, God, yeah. Like, if I'm watching The it, score and the amount of time well, left in the game is situational well, and, awareness. And then Red Zone is a channel that literally just randomly bounces from game to game to game, depending on who is in the Red Zone, which is the 20 yards before this. If somebody has down. a scoring opportunity. So, yeah, you're so you're jumping into games right before a potential scoring but That seems like so pretty easy to, to figure this. out, though, if they're in the Red Zone. It's the people that are going to go towards the goal. That's pretty easy. Yeah, but it look. tells you where they're at in the game. Yeah. Is there Are there three minutes left? Are there 10 seconds left? Are there 13 minutes so left? So if you have the Red Zone channel on, it just goes to whatever games there are potentially about to score on. So you need to know what the score is and where in the game it is because you could just, you're lost. You weren't watching this game. And then when they score, it'll go to a different game. Potentially, so yeah. Do people you, pay for this. Yeah, you pay an extra. It's you pay stupid. extra fee. You don't even care about these teams. It's or your fantasy, it's fantasy football. It's fantasy. Yeah, all uh, this. Is oh, all. I got this guy. He's gonna score. Let's see if Maurice Jones. Do you know some screw. people do fantasy football and then want to watch it? Yeah, this is ridiculous. It's the whole thing, or they have money on it. Why wouldn't you just? They're it's not betting. Like you can, I know. You bet on the game fine. and you say, "Hey, man, I need that Tyreek Hill touchdown." Like right now, we got the, on the screen uh, as we're playing. That's it's like Thursday some people night. who like have to watch. I'll go into the like. Just be pulling, putting money in my machine and just pulling. I don't give it like, I don't, me watching it doesn't change it, what happens. It does if you're, if you're cashing out a bet or if you're placing an additional bet, if you're betting in real time, you care. 
with these betting apps, you care. Uh, well, yeah, I know they're like, look, he's going to lose his shoe and he's going to grab up a blue sock and he's going to score a touchdown. And you're like, you can live yeah. bet and say, okay, on this drive, it's going to be a field goal. And you're like, oh shit. Well, they punted. Yeah. That, now I got Now I'm going to do another one. So this you, all need, makes, you need to know real sense. time. I get that. That makes way more sense. There's a lot of real time importance. It'll this. take exactly 64 steps to reach the end zone. I'm going to start doing this. No, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> do you want a, <laughs> do you want a promotion code? What is we'll the most rid- what is the most ridiculous bet you can make in football? Oh, it make it goes on forever, man. You could the Super Bowl's got like, You can like, have like a like, 10, it, like, like is it roulette? Like is it like where you're going to be like look, it's going to be 13 red or whatever. Yeah, it's going to be uh, hey, the Colts you could works. you could say hey, the Colts are going to lose by 17. But this guy's going to score a touchdown, and this other guy's going to throw for over 42 yards, and this other guy's going to throw for under that many yards, and this third guy's going to score one touchdown, and then this other fellow is going to have, uh, he's going to miss a kick. That sounds like a really bad bet. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. But you wanted, you wanted the, you know, the most <laughs> just, ridiculous, terrible yeah, thing. I didn't know, like, I didn't know you could yeah. compound like the, yeah, it's, like, a com- was, it's, it's called a parlay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's why I was making fun of it because like, yeah, he's going to lose a shoe, and that guy's going to lose a face mask. Yeah. Fighting is the same way you can do ridiculous parlays. Can you parlay in hockey to be like these two guys are going to fight? I don't know if you can do a fight, but you can normally do some sort of a, a metric, a scoring metric. Yeah, mm. assists. I've also learned wins, you, can losses, game, you can gamble in Rocket League. I've recently learned, so I'm going to probably start get betting on myself. All right, we need to start wrapping things up here. Yeah, I just yawned. Yeah, Dakota's up three hours past his bedtime, and he hasn't looked at any shirtless dudes on Instagram in a while. So it's, <laughs> this, is, this is starting to bother him. He start, I can see the twitch. Uh, Zach, Zach, you got any final thoughts? Uh, Brock Street Cruises this weekend. It's real? Is it Mopar night? What are they doing? Um, I know they're redoing the kids' cruise in because that was supposed to happen when we got like, yeah, guys, like a nasty thunderstorm. They let the kids drive? Uh, they have like a little, uh, bunch of power wheels down there, um, for them to have. And I'm good. Thank you. And then other than that, you know, I, the, uh, Ellen Kay's having their big, it's turning into like a big fall festival thing going on over the weekend. And I think Cade's out doing the harvest. And I think, uh, I think, th- and I think that the big fall festival you're talking about is whitetail. No, well, do they both? Ellen K just does. They have a, a spectacular every Saturday. Yeah. They have all kinds of people. So I mean, assuming that that's going on still, I don't know. It's whatever. It's like a, their little version of the farmer's market. And they usually have some food vendors and stuff out there. And so I'm um, so um, that, and just a heads up, if you're driving around County roads, uh, don't drive farther than you can see because there are tractors and semis and combines everywhere. They're just trying to feed you guys. Yeah. So just, yeah, be, be, uh, careful around. Use them. some patience and avoid, uh, Ninestown and Greenfield at all costs on 40. State Road 9 is reopening tomorrow. That isn't the problem in the Greenfield. No, we're talking about 70. 70 is a real problem. A massive problem. The, uh, also, I almost hit Cade's neighbor's dogs today. So if you're on Cade's road, watch out for those <laughs> things. Is that my brother's dogs? Nope. I don't know whose dogs they are. It's like uh, the neighbor like to the north. Or sorry. That's okay. Northeast. We don't We don't have to get into the weeds. Zach? We don't need to dox Cade and Thank Danny. you. Thank you very you. much. Jesse, you've got some. You've got a special segment. You have some life tips for us. This is life tip. This is his final thoughts slash life tips. So this is how much of a loser Jer is. Jer has his mail scanned. Informed delivery. He gets, he signed up for it. So he gets an email of all the letters he's getting. It tells me who was her. (laughs) It tells me what to expect. (laughs) Because sometimes, Jesse, I get mailbox money. 
Yeah, but uh, who's like, look, can't wait to see the uh, email from the USPS today about the mail I'm getting. Says, oh, look, look, there's a check from grandma for $13. I'm going to deposit that. You know, yeah, whatever. That is mind blowing. He showed me this thing. And he's like, hey, man, you get informed delivery. I'm like, what the hell is that? He's like, they scan your mail and they send it to you. I thought Jesse would be all about it. He's like, this is this is the greatest thing ever. They and finally I- automated the mail. I don't have to care. You, it's not automated. It doesn't cash the check for you or anything. You can you just, see if you need to go look. Can, can you open it up and show these guys what this looks like? I'm this sure is, Zach probably has it. He's, no, I don't. He's mine would be most days. Mine would be anthem, 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 anthem. <laughs> and they're like, this is not a bill. This is a statement of your benefits. And I'm like, you guys killed it. You, they kill a tree a week. But my, my favorite thing is that. Jeremiah is paying the government to read his mail. I know. Well, it's it's just the <laughs> it's front included. of the envelope. It's free. It's, it's so it's at the sorting facility. They have it, and it's just like cameras are taking photos of it. And my guests are using OCR to like figure out whose it is, and like which is uh, optical character recognition for the people who don't know. So they send you an email every day. So here's what's coming. Screenshots yeah. of it before. So you know, show this to Zach. This is ridiculous. It's hilarious. I, I, it is I know really he funny. has it done. Yeah. So yeah, mine would just be mine would just be. I can definitely anthem, see anthem. it happening, and this is probably before. I don't know that Jeremiah. Would you sign up for it today if you found out about it? I'd sign up. I wouldn't pay for it, but it's a free service. That, it tells me like, in the morning if I if I know. Hey, look, the Elks calendar is coming, so I know I to look in the mail and grab the Elks calendar, so that I know what the specials are on Friday night. You weren't going to grab this mail anyway. Yeah, I know. That's the whole point. <laughs> Like it tells you, it gives you information. If you're waiting on a check, you're, you're waiting like, on a credit card to come in the mail. You know that it's a priority that you need to go get it. It doesn't have to sit out there for a day or two. I, I just Why get it every like day. It, I know that's what I don't get it. It's like I pick. Up are my you mail a every slave day. to the mailbox, Jesse? It's right. If you're next a to my PO box door. customer, say you live in Spice Land, Indiana. Yeah, and you're that a PO would box make customer. A little bit more sense, but it doesn't tell you when it gets delivered. It tells you when it what's coming in the mail today. So, you know, if your mail comes at two or three o'clock, then that night you want to go get your mail. That's if the guy doesn't get COVID who's sorting your mail at the local office. How often does that happen? A lot. <laughs> Just making up <laughs> shit. So anyway, my argument to Jeremiah is like, I dude, I'm trying to reduce how much mail comes to my house. Yes. Because I live with an old apartment. So I get like the two or three previous renters mail plus my mail. And I was like, when you're rich. And wealthy like myself, you get credit card offers way too damn often. When you have enough money to street park a Lincoln. So I was like, look, I've tried to maximize uh, signing up for like paperless billing from all the things that I can sign up for and uh, to opt out. So there's an opt out service that you can opt into. Uh, I think there's a government one too, but this is strictly for the credit card stuff. Um but there's like a no spam thing that you could go to for the government if you want to. Uh, it's kind of like the no the um, the no call list type thing. But anyway, if you go to optoutprescreen.com, there's a lot of URLs up. on this episode tonight. Yep. You can optoutprescreen.com or call one eight eight five opt out. That is one eight 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 five six seven eight six eight eight. Do I have to dial the one, Grandpa? You do. <laughs> and uh you know you can go in there and you can opt out for five years or you can opt out for a lifetime uh i opted out for five years but what was that number one more time that number it again jared is one eight 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 five six seven eight six eight eight again that's one eight eight five opt out <laughs>
Consumer Credit Reporting Industry opt-in and opt-out number para continuar en español. I don't want to talk to this Hace lo ves. It says Waco Community Credit Union when I tried to call. Did someone just knock on our door? Mm-hmm. It's hard to know. Probably the neighbor. Impossible <laughs> to know. Probably is. All right, Jesse. Thanks for that life tip. That was awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I get, it, it, I get it one piece of mail a week. Yeah, it's actually I, I, get, I maybe get one or two pieces of mail a week. Do you think they're just stealing your identity now? No. Okay. But I also don't get my mail scanned because I don't, like, get all the giddy when my mail's coming. <laughs> Well, I, I, could, I, I only imagine spend some more time watching Blue's Clues. I think I, when he <laughs> tells me this story, I think of like uh, Homer Simpson, and he goes, "Ooh, like, <laughs> like that's the thing that goes in my mind when he opens it up." It's like, "Ooh, the Elks calendar." Ah. I mean, that's a big day, is it? It's a newsletter. It's nice. It tells you what's going on the next month. Ooh, I haven't been to the Elks in like six weeks. Yeah, must and be, I, and I still like. I still put up the new calendar on my refrigerator. Oh, it's stew night on Wednesday. You guys are older in hell. <laughs> Dakota, what do yeah, you know? Have you spent much time at the Elks? I've went. Was not impressed. Mm. Unfortunately. Well, you're an asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're asshole. Or you're our asshole, I mean, though. The most, so salute. the most impressive thing there is get somebody to come from Indy and then take them there and have them drink. And then have them get their bill. And they and say, the, well, where's the, the other $40 on my bill yeah, at? Like, where's yeah. the rest of the bill? <laughs> because it's so, it's just an affordable place to have them have a meal and a drink. Two people can eat a three course meal, salad bar, multiple drinks. Ticket comes and it's like, yeah, that was $31. Yep. Perfect. But it's not the best food in the world. Like, let's make sure that You're people not understand going that. For the best food it's the for the friendship the fun and frivolity is the popcorn machine I get back that. on that's what i'm really concerned the popcorn about. is back yes yes my kids will be excited the pandemic is over put their little greedy hands in there mm. <laughs> nope i don't let them touch i'll use them. my strong hand they do have <laughs> some staples that are like really really good food it's you like they're eating the, staples the, the last, quesadilla burger oh i love the quesadilla fantastic burger. the newcastle oaks the last the criders burger the criders burger burger and onion rings is excellent are there burgers from bpi I don't know what that means. They're hand patted, homemade. Sometimes yeah. they'll have steaks from L and K. Yeah, that that's respectable. Dakota, you got any final thoughts for me? Uh, I have some final thoughts. I would like to say I, w- I want to plug Audrey's business because she's going to be set up at Whitetail Tree Farm, the fall festival. Uh, I was just bugging Zach about. Uh, that's this coming Saturday. To make sure you is that why Audrey there. called you during the show the, before to make sure you pl- plugged her? No, it's unrelated. <laughs> okay, uh, man, what else was I gonna say? You derailed my train of thoughts, so now I don't know. I was gonna plug something else. Oh, I was gonna plug Itty Bitty Bakery in Nightstown because I stopped in there on my way home from work today. Uh, because our friend Trisha Mann, Trisha Stewart Mann. Mm-hmm. She put in our group chat a picture of some lemon cake. And I thought that lemon cake, I've, I love lemon cake. It's my favorite cake. And I've been wanting it for days. And then Audrey texted me today and she was like, cake sounds really good. And I'm like, dude, I've been craving lemon cake for like a week. So I stopped in Itty Bitty Bakery because, you know, it had already taken me an hour to get to Knightstown from Greenfield anyway. Because of the ROAS. So I stopped in there. And they had the lemon cake, and it was freaking, it was so good. Yeah. It was delicious, dude. It was so good. Like, I don't know what they did with the icing. Did you it's immediately like a, go outside and throw it up because it was screwed up your calorie count? 
I'm all good. I'm all good. He's <laughs> drinking two bush lights. And yeah. I don't feel like I feel like today's a cheat day. No, two bush lights and some eagle rare and a lemon cake. This is the day. Uh, no, freaking that lemon cake was great. It was like cream cheese icing. That'd be pretty so good. good. It was really. Good. I do like it's lemon. I, I love lemon guys. baked goods. I mean, this is yeah. walking distance from Jesse's house. Yeah, I don't go there though. I don't like cakes and stuff. You don't. Mm-mm. Their pies looked really good too. I was like, so the only pie they had no, eat. they had giant no bake cookies for seventy five. I do like no bake cookies. Seventy five cents, dude. That's pretty awesome. But you can only eat like one. Yeah, so, they're so rich. So do I go in there with a debit card and like, uh, with like one seventy five cent cookie? No, you just pick up three quarters you have at your house. <clears throat> Yeah, that's true. He turned those into crypto a long time. I, I sold a lot of my coins. <laughs> <laughs> I remember cashing coins for uh, C- Cardano when Cardano was like ten cents, and now it's like two dollars and thirty cents. All right, guys, this is uh, this has been fun. Thank you, uh, thank you for joining us. Final thoughts for me. Congratulations to Brent and Michaela Davis slash Smith. The Davis family is losing a member. The Smith building family is uh, gaining a member. I'll be uh, celebrating with them down in uh, down in the Brookville uh, Brookville area this weekend. So I'll be across the lake from Dakota. Somewhat nearby in the Quaker town, SRA. First time. Five weekends of camping left to go, Jesse. My goal is to get you to come hang out with me one night. All right. We'll hang out around a campfire, drink some beer. Three more times. It'll have fun. We'll have fun. You missed out on Buffalo Trace. He said four invites. Mm -hmm. I know. You missed out on Buffalo Trace. That was the the deal of a lifetime. So. The next exactly. time I ask if you can come on the podcast, I'm just going to send you four messages right now. <laughs> <laughs> Today I said perhaps. Does, does Zach have a final thought or did he already have one? He did one already. Oh. I'm glad you pay attention to the show. I'm just watching out for Zach. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week.